Welcome to the J2 Hub podcast, where we focus on everything from property development, hot entrepreneurially business topics, and real-life scenarios facing business owners just like you and I. Brought to you by James Sahota, we bring you exciting real-life property, business and entrepreneurially related hot topics, and that little bit more. Hello, everyone. Welcome to season three of Two Brown Guys <laughs> Talking About Property, which is our new catchy nickname. So, uh, James, we are, yeah, the property event is what we are now called, and people sort of refer to us as the property TPE. event. T-P-E. Uh, Happy New Year, James. Happy New Year to you as well. Oh, we can, and we're trademarked, baby. We are officially trademarked. You know, I can't believe no one else out of all the property events has come up with the most like basic, but I think ingenious because of its simplicity name, the property event. Like it's the most scalable, sellable, obvious name. Like I don't understand how like no one's done it. And like he said, we're trademarked, baby. TM. So we need to add that. We've we've added that, haven't we, to everything? We have, um, we have. Officially trademarked. So uh James, you know what? We we haven't done a TP. E episode uh, for a while now, in a couple of months, I'd say, at, at kind of minimum. I think your attitude to property, your growth, the sort of <clears throat> way you're operating has changed probably quite, I would say, quite dramatically from the last time we had one of these, because this was, oh, was a while ago. Um, and on that topic, today, everyone listening, we're going to talk about goals and like plans in 2022. But James, why don't you maybe talk a little bit about like that change? for you and maybe how that then comes into the new year oh yeah i like that yeah so basically um a little while ago i got my ass kicked by some well-known uh some well-known property guys who are actually they're coming on as guests in march uh to the property event so uh look out for them but yeah no they schooled me they kind of said to me james look what the hell is going on man you've kind of just become a little bit stagnant in what you've been doing and i was like well you know i was just having a little chill pill just taking a break um, and not doing much. But yeah, I got a kick up my ass and somebody very wise told me, look, you need to get your shit together and basically start doing things like you were doing in the past. So it kind of sent a rocket up my ass and um, it kind of got me thinking that, you know what? Yeah, although I had a pretty testing year with losing my mom, et cetera, et cetera, I didn't want to use that as an excuse any longer because if my mum was around, she would have given me one big slap across my face and just said, boy, what the hell are you doing sitting around on your ass doing nothing? So anyway, um, when I had that conversation with those guys, it was almost like automatically there was a kind of um, a rocket lit up under my ass. And I was like, damn, I've got got to start moving and got to start doing things again. And literally within days, I panned out a new area. I found a new investment spot for myself. And I just went, whole hog into this investment spot and thought, you know what, I'm going to just grab this thing by the horns and go for it. But as you were saying, when you grab something by its horns, you need to have clear goals. You need to have clear timelines. You need to have clear... I can't even look at you, man. Jesus. We've only just started. And he... For those of you who can't see, there's this guy playing around with the with the Zoom filters and he's got things and dog noses and hats. Uh, and all sorts I, didn't know it would, uh, I didn't know it would come to that. <laughs> I didn't know you'd actually see it, but yes. Anyway, so yeah, so when you're in, you know, so when you're going into a new area or a new patch and you're working on complex projects, I'd call HMOs quite complex projects because there's lots of moving parts to them. You need to have clear goals. And 
what perfect time of the year to discuss clear goals then, you know, the 6th of January when most people are just getting back into work. Um, yeah, so I've had to set myself some seriously clear goals on where I want to go with this and how I want to do what I want to do. And I think it's important to have goals and it's important to have goals in different parts of your life. And I find one of the biggest um, areas that people tend to have goals in especially this time of year, is the whole fitness area. Now, I haven't really got any goals in the fitness area because my goals haven't really changed from last year for fitness. I've just kind of kept them going and continued them through. But I know a lot of people struggle with fitness, especially because it's one of those areas where you start, and it's so difficult to start, um, and kind of keep consistent. And it's one of those things, little steps every single day, little baby steps, baby steps, baby steps, leading to bigger steps. And before you know it, you start to see results and you're you're kind of on a bit of a trajectory of where you want to be going. And that kind of leads us nicely onto our guest who's coming on to the 13th of um, January to the TV event, a guy called Charlie Johnson, who's massive into fitness. And, and he's massive he is, as uh, a person as well. Yeah, 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 he is. I mean, you see him in his pictures and yeah, he looks big. But when you see him in real life, you're like, dude, man, dude's got arms the size of my legs. And you're like, okay, there's something not quite right here. So if his arms are the size of your legs, imagine what his legs are like, you know. But yeah, anyway, he's a big dude. But what I love about Charlie is I've seen him speak once before. And this guy is, he's all about the process. You know, it's not just, oh, have a piece of chicken, have some veg, go gym, pump weights. There's more to this guy. You know, he's a very, very intelligent guy. He looks at science. He looks at sleep. He looks at how you are during the day, your habits, etc. So I think for anybody looking to start in the fitness sector or somebody looking to kind of improve their physical fitness, this is really one of those events that you're going to get so much benefit from. And having already seen his presentation deck previously, I know how in-depth it is and how gripping it is. And, you know, I heard him speak at 10, at 10 o'clock at night, actually just after 10 o'clock at night. And it's normally by that time you're thinking, oh, you know what? Another speaker, I'm just going to have a sneaky little sleep here. But he was one of those guys that just had me massively engaged. And just before I pass it back to you, Ted, one of the things that I picked up from Charlie was um, how important sleep is. And I've always been one of those people that has fought sleep for so long. You know, one of those ones where, no, no, I don't need to sleep. I'll sleep when I'm dead. Sleeping is cheating, blah, blah, blah. And you know what? I've started to realize more and more how damn important it is. And I've started looking more into sleep. And Charlie is massive in this area. And one of the things that I took from him was the old aura ring that he wears. And it's a great little thing. Okay, it's a pricey little gimmick. But when you start seeing how, how your sleep is actually affected and how your mood and certain food you eat affects your sleep throughout the night and to wake up and to be able to go on an app and see what kind of deep sleep you've had, how light sleep you've had, if you've had enough sleep, is always amazing to see with this guy, man. So um, 100%, 100% recommend people come in. And for the ticket price, the value you're going to take away from this guy is just immense. No, I mean, I've been following him since, well, I knew he was D's mate a while back, but I've followed him recently. And like, genuinely, like there's a lot of fitness content, which is just a bit crap, which doesn't really explain it, which doesn't show you the form, you know, but his stuff is actually like I did one of the exercises he loves today. And I was like, yeah, this guy is right. Like this is it, everything he said about it. Everything I felt was everything he said. And I was like, yeah, this, this, will, this single thing 
compounded over time is going to make a big difference. And like, um, I think, you know, finding people like that is quite difficult because obviously there's a paywall. There's always a paywall. There has to be a paywall, right? People got to eat. But when people really give that value as is, and you can go away and use it and do stuff with it, kind of like we do on social media, I think that's really important, like to have people like that around you and to also be kind of listening to what they're saying. Um, you know, you're speaking about kind of fitness goals. I think it's something that, I don't know, property investors don't really talk about it much. Although I do know a lot of us do take it quite seriously. It's just not really spoken about, which is kind of a shame, I think, because like health is your wealth. There's no point being, you know, a fat cat, literally, you know, from the old saying, mm -hmm. there's no point having all this money and being unhealthy or having all this money and dying early or, you know, just any of the issues that come with, you know, not being healthy in any, and, you know, Charlie's obviously going to talk about like mental fitness as well, not just your physical stuff. He's also going to talk about your mindset and are you taking enough breaks? You know, are you doing the right things while you're sitting there hustling for 10 hours a day? And like James was fighting sleep, you know, are you doing the right things to then protect against the damage we're inevitably causing by working hard? So I'm looking forward to his, because I've seen the deck as well. Um, I haven't seen it presented, but I'm looking forward to seeing how he kind of tackles that with like imbalancing that with that. Um, and I think the new year is a good time for people to start, right? Now, James, you go to the gym. Um, have you noticed, because normally in January, it's like packed, they're there for a month and then they never come back. Mine's emptier. Is yours like that? Um, do you know what? It's the same faces that were there before. It's really, really weird. I've seen probably, but mind you, I switch my times up. I'm not going in the mornings anymore. I go in the afternoons. So possibly it could be busier, but the afternoon crew is exactly the same. But I tell you what I have seen. When I run in the mornings, I notice there's a lot more runners out on the road. But I've been doing a little bit of an experiment. I've been monitoring the temperature, and I've noticed as soon as it drops below one, those new runners, they're not there anymore. And I'm thinking... Shit, man, where's my runners on the on the route? Because I see people and I nod at people, and it's like this morning it was minus three. There was nobody, and I'm thinking, man, we're six days into the new year. <laughs> have people given up on your resolutions already? Have people just thought, you know what, sod this, I'm done with this. I don't want to do this no more. But you're right, the gyms definitely they're not they're not busy at all. It's the same faces. Yeah, which I don't know if it's related to COVID, but I don't know. Like normally you expect it to be packed, but like mine is less busy and it is, yeah, 95% the same faces. And I go in the morning. So I go probably not when it's busy, but when there is definitely a crew that go like at that time. Um, mate, minus three. Listen, uh, today was tough. I was going to the gym and I was like, oh, <laughs> like, you know, you can feel the cold under the dry. You're like, why? Why is it here? It shouldn't be here with me. It should be there. And then I tried to de-ice my car. And of course, the bloody ice has snapped in half. And the thing's covered in freaking ice. I'm like... And, and let me guess, you're too tight to buy any de-icing <laughs> spray, aren't you? But no, I prefer the hand um, one because with the spray, it just like clumps there. Then you use the windscreen wiper and then your car's covered in sludge. See, see I'm, I'm thinking about, you know what I mean? I'm thinking about the bigger picture here. But obviously now I need to go get another scraper. <sighs> But you know what? I get what you're saying. And I think, you know, it is, how many days does it take to form a habit? Like 30 days or something? Three three weeks? Three weeks? I, I think. think they say it's 20, 21 days. 21 days. And then 90 days is when it's completely cemented. If you did it for 90 days straight, it becomes cemented. That's a, now that, right, is a long time. 
that is a long time. Yeah. Like if if your goal or your resolution is something totally new to you, let's say you get up at 10 a.m. normally, and you're like, right, F it, I want to get up at six, run, whatever, go to bed. Like if you genuinely want to make that change, you don't have to get up and you're like, if you want to make that change, doing that for 21 days and then 90 days is freaking hard. Like, you know, it can be hard when it's your routine because you're like, uh, you know, sometimes you get that, you need to kind of pick your own ass. Um, yeah. So I think like I get why people don't do it, but I think it's kind of a good test, I suppose. Um, but then also, James, I feel like people, we should always be setting goals or changing things or adapting every month, every like whenever, right? You shouldn't need a new year to kind of reset it. Although it is nice, you know, it is nice to kind of say, you know, here's a new year. We've got 12 months, you know, we all run off this calendar. Let's kind of use it to kind of do what we need to do. Um, uh, James, I know at the event, I don't know if I've told you, but at the event, we are going to share our goals for 2022. Um, okay. I, I put it in the email. I assumed you're going to say yes. So you're going to say yes anyway. So it's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'll just bring, I'll bring my journal along. It's all listed in there. So I can just read bring it. Because I think it'd be important for us at the event on the 13th of January in London to tell everyone like what we're aiming for. And actually the ours are going to be different. Of course they are. The level is going to be different. Like how we do it, why we do it, it's all going to be different, but there's still some commonality in the kind of goals and what we're looking for. And I think it's important that people come, hopefully get inspired by the goals, see what's achievable, how it's achievable, um, and then at least follow us. Because obviously our events are every month, second Thursday of every month. They can actually follow us along and say, well, you know, is James doing what he said he's going to do? Is Tej there? And, you know, if people who come if if one of james's uh, resolutions is to be in the gym every day don't worry because if you look at his instagram story at midday he is always in the gym so you know don't worry don't don't worry about keeping a track on james just uh check his instagram stories and he shall be there um so in terms of you know kind of moving forward i think me and james have agreed to do uh the tpe property event podcasts every month so every month we're going to bring back a topic listen if you have a topic you want us to cover send us a dm send us a message and we will put it in the podcast ted you know it's just something as you were saying about goals there we're going to read our goals out something i wanted to share with you this year was probably the first year where i've actually decided to hone the goals down and actually make them lesser goals than bigger goals because i realized that i want to i want to do a bit of living you know i want to do a bit of living and i think in terms and when you I think in terms of living, when you want to do a bit of living, sometimes you've got to kind of set the goals back a little bit. So I've thought to myself, do you know what? I know what I need to do this year. It's already a big enough goal. And I'm thinking, you know what? I'm just not going to add to it. You know, I, I know the sack's full. It's, it's kind of pushing it to the limits anyway. And just adding more shit to it is just going to put me in a position where I'm going to think to myself, you know what? no, this isn't happening, man. I might just make it even more difficult on myself to achieve those initial goals. And another thing you said about fitness and property people maybe not taking it as serious. Look, I say to you guys, just compare it to when you're building a house. You know, If you haven't got solid flipping foundations, your house is toppling over. Or if your house has got subsidence, it's going to start to sink. And you should look at your health in exactly the same way, man. If your health foundation isn't right, Everything else you build on top of it is going to be a little bit shaky, man. So I, I feel it's massive, massively important. And it's something I do all year long. And like you were saying, it's built as a habit for me, but I still fucking hate it. You know, every single morning I'm looking out the window. First thing I do is look at the temperature and think, 
I don't want to go out. I do not want to go running. But because it's a habit and you know how awesome you feel after it and how much energy you've got, this is the other thing people fail to realize, that when you do work out first thing in the morning, you're so energetic for the next 10, 12 hours of the day that why wouldn't you want to start that way? Yeah. And, and that's important is to think about the result it gets you. Like when property gets hard, you think, okay, well, this flip is going to generate X amount of money and I can then do X, Y, Z with it. Cool. Oh, this is an asset. Okay. That means I can quit my job quicker. And that means, so like, I think with fitness and with some of these goals, people don't think about what's the actual reward for this. What am I getting at the end of this? And like, that can actually make it worth it sometimes. Cause then you realize, well, hold on, I'm doing it for this reason. And that's the key difference there between motivation and discipline, right? Like your motivation is like, I hate this one, but your discipline is saying, well, it's five. So why are you not on the street running? And like, you know, the discipline is, the discipline is like a fact Like you can't argue with like the discipline will say, what are you doing? Why are you still like, but your motivation will say, come on, let's, mm," you know, and it's like having that kind of difference between the two. Yeah. And it's that military level, like David Goggins, if anyone hasn't read his book, like you need to, he's, he's just crazy, man. The stuff he does like is incredible physically as well as mentally. Um, and his book will like blow your mind. Like it's incredible. Like, you know, that military level of discipline is so, so, so difficult to create. Um, and I think a lot of us rely on motivation, like opening up Instagram and seeing a quote or like, you know, seeing James running and being like, Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it. And then 10 years later, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to run ever. You know what I mean? So, but also James, I see you running. I don't give a shit, man. You're not catching me running. You know, <laughs> like, so for me, like it doesn't bother me because I'm, I'm at the gym at the same time you're running. Yeah. So for yeah, people but you, watching. You've got, your, you've got your discipline to go to the gym. Yeah. I've got my, and look, for the listeners listening, the reason why I do run as well is because I read some articles, some science bits and bobs. They say that people who run ten, who run throughout their life tend to live three to four years longer than everybody else. And look, we've talked about this before. When you're on your deathbed, you're not asking for the next flip. You're not asking for the next HMO. You're asking for some time with your loved ones, man. And I'm thinking, look, I don't know if it's true. I don't know how true it is, but... If it means I have to run for 40 minutes, six days a week to have an extra four years at the end of my life with my children, I sure as hell I'm going to do it. Yeah. And, and you're doing it for you, right? You're doing it for what works for your motivation, your family. And, and that is the point here, people listening and watching, is that, you know, whatever you see us doing, whatever you see Charlie doing, whatever you see whoever doing, right? You don't have to do the same thing like at all. You know, mm-hmm. obviously you need, you should be healthy and you should eat right and you should exercise that's a scientific fact. There's no one who can argue with that. Like, but you don't have to run because James, you don't have to go to the gym because I am. You don't have to have a protein shake because people like, you know, you have to do what works for you. But there's also a fine line, James, right? Of kind of being like, well, I don't like any exercise. So I'm just going to sit here, you know, and I, I don't like fruit and veg. So I'm just going to not eat it. I'd you look- know what that is? That's your inner bitch. And if you don't shut your inner bitch up, you're never going to do anything. You know, that. what I mean by the inner bitch is it's that little voice inside in the morning that says, oh, just put your phone on snooze. Oh, <laughs> it's too cold. Just stay in bed today. Oh, your muscles are aching. You need a rest day. And that's after day one of going to the gym. <laughs> what the hell, man? Shut that little thing up and just get yourself out there. It's comfort. It's comfort speaking to you, right? And saying, 
you know, come to the dark side, you know, come to the dark side, look, you know, that's, that's, that's what it is. It's Emperor Palpatine for my Star Wars people. Um, I, the danger though is, or the danger that the reality is humans like comfort. Evolutionarily, comfort is good. My muscles ache. Well, what if a tiger, I need to be rested. I'm not going anywhere, you know, like, oh, is it cold? Oh, well, you know, cavemen died when it was cold so i'm not it, it's it's human it's evolution it's, it's like hardwired in us to like comfort like it, it is chocolate why do you think chocolate and sugar and these things work obviously because sugar has its own scientific mechanism but it's because of the comfort factor as well and the emotion of that comfort so you know there's there's so many things here like of like motivation discipline comfort and where do you sit on that kind of you know spectrum where, where is your kind of like speedometer as such so uh, james i am um, i think we'll wrap it up here but do you want to just round us off with the details of the event and where people can get tickets yeah sure sure just before i do that look guys you just need to look at some of the most successful people out there in the world and if you look at their daily routine that it has some form of exercise in there and it has some form of clean eating in there you know seven days in the week even if you ate clean for five and a half days and you had one and a half days where you were a tiny little bit naughty it's not going to hurt you. And you know what? On that note, the 13th of January, our event in Clerkenwell, come and see us. We've got Charlie Johnson there. You know, he is famous on Instagram. And if you've seen that video on YouTube where that guy's bicep pops out of his chest when he's lifting, Charlie was the spotter on the other side who helped get that bar up quickly. So, yeah, have a look at that video anyway. But come and check Charlie out. He's a lovely guy. And also, we forgot to mention, we got our friend Dean Adkins there. Dean is flipping amazing as well at what he does. He did an SOW for me while he was on his honeymoon. So big up him. And guys, look, also, it's a mad networking opportunity. And like I've always said, we created this event for any level of people. So it doesn't matter if you don't, if you don't even own a property, if you've never done property before, but it's something you want to get into. It's a very, very welcoming environment. There's cold beers there, cold Prosecco. And you know what? Everybody is just so happy. People are interacting. It's a laugh. It's a joke. And afterwards, everybody goes to the pub and carries on networking. So, you know, get online, book your tickets, because last time all the tickets were sold out. And, you know, there was a lot of people disappointed. Also, our friend, our celebrity, the infamous Spot the Dave, will allegedly make an appearance. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. If one of us doesn't upset her. <laughs> Might have to put out the yellow carpet. Um, so if anyone is a fan, you know, and we always get these random, you know, Instagram influencers, celebs turning up and shit. You know what it's like. Um, if it ain't James, there's all these other celebs there. So uh, thepropertyevent.co.uk, and uh, we will see you on the 13th. Thanks for tuning in to the J2 Hub podcast with James Sahota. If you like the podcast, feel free to subscribe so you never miss another podcast from James. And if you got value from this podcast, do take the time to leave us a review on iTunes or wherever else you consume your podcast content from. And remember, you're never too late to become something you truly want to become.